Austin loves guns. Visit the range at Austin, 52,000 square feet of truly modern Texas fun. Bright, open, and inviting with 7,000 square feet of retail, including new and used guns. Doesn't matter if you're a seasoned pro shooter or are completely new to guns. The range at Austin has something for everyone. It's the perfect place to grab some friends, do the Texas thing, and shoot a machine gun, take a private lesson, or grab a membership. The range at Austin is located off 35, 10 minutes south of downtown, open to all seven days a week. Visit the range austin.com to do the texas thing and book a package buy a membership or learn more it is not sabotage but maybe it is i don't know we'll find out uh three guys on sports here on 127 espn radio nick noah and sawyer with you as usual except our guy noah kreitz the fresh one wheeling and dealing not, not here on assignment got called away for a very important sales meeting so that means he's at a strip club yeah, probably, probably. You gotta pick up a check. That's what he always says here. Uh, that's fine. Uh, I was in a really, really good mood, guys, but now I found out that there's some other things behind the scenes going on, and having to hear these stupid PSAs and the commercial breaks. And now I'm, I'm, I'm quite frankly, I'm, I'm upset. I am upset here on a Thursday. Uh, why you have was tomorrow I, off? Why was I in a good mood? Thank you, Sora. Because yes, I'm taking tomorrow off. Uh, that is because uh, we had to work on MLK Day back in the day. Was, which I was like, I don't know about that, guys, but hey, whatever. But they said I could make a vacation day. And uh, you know what I have in my hand right here, Sawyer? I have a physical copy of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Came out today on Leap Day. I took the day off yesterday so that I can go home, <laughs> take the last of my penis envy mushrooms, Wait and, and just, 14 hours for it to download to the console. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, went, I picked it up. I, I, I uh, made the poor decision to go buy Target on the way to work today and buy it because I was like, what if, what if they're all sold out by 3, three o'clock today when I get uh-huh. off of work? Uh, I should have taken it home as well and just like, yeah, started up the install. So mm, that would be that time. This is the, the worst part about these new consoles. Google Fiber can't even help you there. Google oh. Fiber, get at the show. Uh, Google Fiber, I have it at home. Uh, yeah, Spectrum, leave me alone. I have Google Fiber. I'm happy mm-hmm. with it. Um, then what's the deal with that? Wasn't there a Final Fantasy VII remake like a while ago, is, but they're splitting is... it into two parts or okay, something? Okay, so if you guys want to dive into uh, video games, three guys, Real two guys on quick video Quick on games. eSports. Uh, yeah, so Final Fantasy VII, it's, it's the games that made RPGs cool back in the day for the PlayStation. And yeah. I, I remember as a child, my, if you want to know my hierarchy, it's Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy II, Final Fantasy VII. But like, that's the one where everybody was like, oh, this is not just for nerds. And it's amazing. And yeah, they made a remake of it using modern technology. It was awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, that wasn't long ago, right? Uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. A couple years ago. I've been playing it at home on hard mode, uh, trying to get, get myself hyped up yeah. for this one. So what, what are they doing now? Another cash grab? Well, or? It, no, it's, it's, they're just, they're, that was part one. This oh, is, okay. It's like everything with the, the movies that you got to go to a, a trilogy. Yeah. Part one is. I remember back in the day that game was like two discs. Three discs. Three. That's and dude, right. like, like for real, I remember I bought it a PlayStation. I went, I was a Nintendo guy my entire childhood and uh-huh. I bought the PlayStation because it had the Final Fantasy yeah, on it. because those Final Fantasies were on SNES. Yes. The original yeah, ones, yeah, I do yeah. recall. And so I followed over there and I remember like, I bought it and not even knowing anything. I'm a stupid kid. My my parents don't know anything about video games and so I didn't have a memory card. Oh, right. And so for like the first two weeks. You're just doing the same thing over and over. Left it on. <laughs> oh, damn. Just left on the PlayStation. You, Sorry for the electric destroying bill, Destroying your parents' utility yeah. bill. Yeah. I just was like, I can't say I'm not going to restart this. Poor little PlayStation. So I just kept the PlayStation running for like two weeks until I had earned enough, uh, mowed enough lawns, did enough dishes, chores around the house to get a memory card. 
And so, yeah, so I'm super excited, man. I am super go. excited about it. It'll be uh, here before you know it. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you guys can chime in 834-127. That is the phone number to call or text. It's also Monumental Day. Not only is it Final Fantasy VII Rebirth Day, not only is it Leap Day. I know. You can get a Crunchwrap for two twenty nine. Yo, what? Bell. Really? Yeah. All day? I believe so. Now, you have to go through the... Um, Probably the app, and it's for rewards. Oh uh, yeah, dude, just cruise these. Apps. Lots of places are doing the two ninety nine food. You can go get. Oh, because it's the twenty ninth. There you go. Yes. Seven uh, Eleven is offering a combination of five wings for that. Hooters has given loyalty members select appetizers for two uh, twenty nine. Krispy Kreme has a promotion where you get an original glazed dozen for two twenty nine. That's pretty good. Or, or you can just show them and get it for free. If you're a elite baby. You get a free do- a dozen donuts. Okay. If you were born on 229. Uh, yeah, lots of places are doing that. Wendy's is offering a free Cinnabon pull-apart, but boo, Wendy's. Boo! 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 boo, boo. Uh, perhaps an update on Wendy's surge prices. They say that they're not going to use it to jack up prices. They're just going to use it to... It's, it's going to lower prices in the off times. And I'm like, yeah, right. That doesn't help. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And uh, Chipotle is offering free guacamole, except it's not free. You got to do all the app stuff, and you mm. have to buy an entree. But if you are going to go stop by Chipotle today, get yourself some free guac. Tell them three guys on sports sent you. Uh, so not only is it all these exciting food deals that I cannot enjoy because I am still losing weight on SodaWeightLoss.com and loving every minute of it. Um, I also we also get to announce that we are we we told you that we are moving to oh no sorry noon to two mm-hmm. starting next Monday. Three guys were pushed back an hour. And that's because we have to make room for a new morning sh- morning show here on 127 ESPN Radio. And this is like a big deal. This is a huge, big deal. And we can finally announce that I will be waking up way earlier than I want to to go talk sports with the Aaron Hogan, formerly of the Horn, which is, uh, I, I don't know if you know Aaron Hogan things there, Sawyer, if you've been around. Like, he mm-hmm. is a, he's, he's a big deal oh. in Austin sports. Big, big deal. Oh. And so, I saw Ed's license plate yesterday. Mr. Radio? Mr. <laughs> Radio. Yeah. That's a gift from Ben Clements there. That's I think it's so more, funny. Uh, that, that, that fits it. The only one thing that would be better, and I don't know the rules of vanity license plates on foreign letters, but if you can get a hey, buddy. Oh, okay, yeah. So that, that's my Ed Clements catchphrase. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, so we're, Aaron Hogan's going to be on your airwaves here on 127 ESPN starting uh, Monday. We're going to be 7 to 10. Me, him, producer Jack. I assume Rod Babbers will join us eventually. Um, and we will actually be able to talk to Aaron Hogan later on today's show. So if you guys are not familiar with him, we're going to help you out there. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, today's the first day of testing at the Combine. Byron mm. Murphy, Devondre Sweat, Jalen Ford are going to be uh, going running the 40 times, doing the weights, lifting the barbells. And uh, I know Aaron Hogan, uh, we've met him a couple times. Like I, I, we never, I never got to... Fully listen to him because we were always on air at the same time. Uh-huh. But like I know him by reputation, and every once in a while I would, you know, I'd, I'd we'd be off and they'd be on and stuff like that. But I know he's a big combine freak, so I'm really excited to pick his brain about the the Longhorns. Because um, teaser for horns at high noon later on in hour two, I do want to talk about the fact that the Longhorns. It looks like we're going to have six players like guaranteed, guaranteed drafted, drafted, at least six guaranteed. Yeah. And I, I went back and I was looking at the old drafts, but like it was like it's, it's been like 14 years since the Longhorns have had six. Now we had five the last two seasons. Yeah, and you know my policy on on, on the Longhorns and and declaring that we're back. You don't declare you're back. Let them tell you you're back. And yeah. the NFL is telling 
The long horns. Well, what's you nice guys is are back. the horns can go back in a v- variety of ways now because there's the back to 2005 national championship mm-hmm. kind of run team putting players in the draft. There could be a horrible slide and they're back to the Charlie Strong era of losing all the no, time. No, 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 I'm no, just no, saying there's multiple no, backs no, to have. No, we can't do that. We Don't worry. Do we that. can go back any which way. Listen here, you Texas State Bobcat. Okay. I'm just pointing it out. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful saying we're back because they can use it in a variety of ways. Okay. Well let's not lose it. Let's not use the Charlie Strong. Like, I don't think they will. Now it works if we schedule a game against a Big Twelve team. We can say, Hey, we're back. Schedule a game against a Big Twelve team. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Start of the season. You're like, Come on, Arizona, let's hang uh, out. Uh uh. Uh, so yeah, that's lot, lots of fun stuff in, sh- in, in store for you guys on today's show. Uh, we got to pick our mo- movie for Movie Monday. Uh, oh, there yeah. still is some time. If you go to the at Three Guys on Sports, you can vote in our Build a Burger poll from yesterday. It's tied. I know, I know. You and I are tied. Uh, which I, I feel there's an hour left. You guys go vote. And, and look, I'm gonna say this: you should vote for Sawyer. He picks bacon. <laughs> what, like I don't know how to compete with that. I, I did. I that's what I'm ashamed most about that draft. When you got bacon on the board, 1-1, you got to take bacon. Maybe trade lettuce for a second and third round pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I didn't even consider, consider bacon. Soda has ruined your brain. No, I I get two pieces of bacon every every morning for breakfast. I do some, Mm. my two pieces of bacon, I fried up a fresh batch today. It was... Little little extra crispy there. I'm still dialing in the the thing there. I do like crispy bacon. Are mm-hmm. you are you a thick cut bacon? Do you like it? Like I don't like the the fatty I'll take bacon. Any kind of bacon. Okay. Really, it's all good in my book. Slightly undercooked, uh, burnt to a crisp. I like it all. Yeah, that's why I would say uh, that that if I'm if I'm trying to make the case against bacon is that when you order bacon on a burger, you don't know. Like there's a wide range of, of outcomes. The quality of bacon you're gonna very get. much. Will you similar. bite it and it immediately just slides out? Yeah, similar to how you say there's many kinds of back. There's also many kinds of back on to put on your burgon. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what you're doing, Nick. You're getting weird here. Um, but yeah, so you should win it, and and the winner gets to pick the movie for Movie Monday uh, on on uh, on on Monday. Uh, I'm just happy that I managed to get it tied up with you here because uh, I feel like my pickle people are representing. I'm a big guy, pickles on the burger, and so I, I just feel like I'm I'm doing good for the cause, even if I don't get the victory. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh yeah, Noah's last in a draft again, so you know that's that's. All right, this has been three guys on food after three guys on video games. When we come back, three guys on sports. I do, like I said, the Combine is starting to test today. We'll get plenty of that action when our new morning show host, my cohort, our new co-worker, Aaron Hogan, joins us later on in today's show. Uh, we'll get him on the phone here. He'll have plenty of Combine talk, but we're going to try to talk here. And uh, perhaps I did a deep dive on the NFLPA report card that all teams got for the Cowboys, and I was, I was a little bit surprised, and not just by the fact that they think Mike McCarthy is a good coach. Oh, yeah. that's how far it goes? I guess training staff, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into all of that when we return. Three guys on sports minus one guy. That equals two guys on sports here on 127 ESPN Radio. We're back. Three guys on sports, 1027 ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer. Noah on assignment, closing another million-dollar sales deal, uh, which I think might get a little bit easier for our guy Noah to do here on 127 ESPN Radio thanks to our recent addition that's right. We poached him. Aaron Hogan 
is going to be on mornings here on 127 ESPN Radio with yours truly here, myself, producer Jack, if you're familiar with him. And that is huge, huge, exciting news. And uh, let's see, your text messages are lighting up of everybody saying, one guy says a word that I cannot say. Begins with a holy, ends with an exclamation point. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Let's see here. H2 in the morning will be an interesting dynamic. I like that. I do like the Haida Hogan uh, aspect of it. I was, oh, you know, actually, yeah. I, I stayed up here till five o'clock yesterday, Sawyer. Whoa. I know, because I was working on logos mm. uh, for the new morning show. And uh, I, it, it took me until five o'clock because uh, I was also working on a new Three Guys logo. And let me tell you, dude, that thing, that thing is baller. Okay. Oh, the three new guys Three logo? Guys logo? Three yeah. Guys logo? Yeah, yeah. Ever since cra- I've come around, I've kind of thought that. Very soft logo. I would like a new one. Yeah, well, uh, I will go show you and check it out. and Because uh, now yeah. it's just a title. It's not even really a logo, you know? Yeah, but I like that background. It was supposed to be like having all these numbers because uh, we were used to be keeping score. So that's what that means. But just, uh, it reminds me of those, uh, the, the Cowboys or the, the NFL special jerseys. I forget what they're called now that they released. But they, they had the one that had all the sprinkles on it that Mike McCarthy made him look like a donut on the sidelines. Okay. That was a thing. They do them in like, was it for cancer or one of those things? Supporting the troops. I don't know, but that that was a cool one there. Um, yeah, the uh, the new morning show logo is also pre- pretty 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 neat in my opinion. I, I came with a, a one of my own that I'm putting forth. I like this graphic design is my passion. It was really just standing over uh, somebody in our digital department's shoulder, being like, "Hey, can you move that like three pixels left? Okay, now move it back one. Okay, now four to the left." I don't like that. Let's go back to the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was really fun to just sit there and. and be I got a friend like that. that he's moved around a couple companies. He's currently one of the main graphic designers at Still Austin, mm-hmm. and he does all my work for me on anything I do. And it's kind of the point where I have friends that will reach out to me to get him to do projects. And every time I point him someone's way, I say, "Will you do me a favor though?" And he goes, "What's that?" I go, "Can you hide a penis in that logo somewhere?" It's fantastic. Oh, uh, they're doing a Disney animator style. Yeah, he had yeah. a great Instagram post today. He's talking about one of the earliest things I realized in design was ask yourself, does this look like a penis? And then immediately the next Instagram okay. story was some other brand called Sound in Austin. <laughs> exactly. It <laughs> just missed the mark. I don't know who let that one through the rough draft stage. Boy, howdy. So, okay, first of all, listeners, I promise you that we will talk sports today, even though I mentally checked out because I'm on a, a Final Fantasy vacation already in my brain. Uh, two things here. There's a skyscraper in New York that's mm-hmm. being proposed, and I think it's on like Penn Street. Or, the name of it is Penn 15, P E N N. Which, if you're a fan of the Hulu show, that, yeah. that's, that's really funny. That, that's just penis. Yeah. Okay. That's just that, that, that skyscraper called Penis. The old penisland.com. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, which it, it, it doesn't look overtly penis, but I mean, it's got a, it's got a, a base. And then it gets the tall skyscraper. Mm-hmm. So even though it's a little blocky, it's like a Minecraft penis, whatever. Uh, but speaking of hiding penises uh, on things. They're not changing the pants in baseball. There we go. Full circle. Back to sports. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. I don't think they are. Nope. It costs way too much money. Yeah. Um, no, my parents, at least this last time I checked, we have like a, a Glade air freshener can. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a child, there, it's, it's got all these like flowers and, and all over the can and hidden in there is a penis. Oh wow! And so my mom was like, she put it up. She put it up in the closet with the Christmas cokes and other uh, novelty things that we've collected over the years. So yeah, hiding a penis always always a good plan. There was a brief moment in college where I was like, I, I should be a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And if I had done that and learned Photoshop, oh my god, 
Oh, the sky would be the limit, man. I, I should have done that as well. But now, now I, don't, I don't know how to do anything, so I have to stand over people's shoulders. Uh, but all of that is a long-winded way to say that the new morning show, Game Time with Hogan and Haida, is going to be premiering on Monday, 7 to 10. We're all super excited about it. I'm really stoked about it. It's going to be awesome. Aaron, Aaron Hogan's a builder, dude. Things are already moving and shaking here at 127 ESPN Radio. But like now that we've got him on board, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll be doing it 7 to 10. A text messenger asked us, what's the new full day lineup? We're going to do that. We're going to do two hours of Greeny. Mm-hmm. Then the three guys on sports kicks off at noon with horns at high noon. Mm-hmm. We'll go until 2. Then there's an hour of something. <laughs> Just whatever's on ESPN. Saw it. Uh, and then we're going to do a... Uh, then uh, Jeff Ward will be with you on 3. And Jeff and Ed going until 6 o'clock. And then after that, who... It's a yeah. I've got the email. Oh, our guy Trey Elling, right? Yes, Trey Elling's at six. Yes. Hello, everyone. It's five to seven on Sportsman Like, seven to ten, game time with Aaron and Nick, ten to noon, Greeny, noon to two, your favorite show on 1027 ESPN radio, Uh, two to three, Freddie and Harry, and then uh, three to four, Jeff. Four to six, Jeff and Ed. Six to seven, Trey. Four, seven p.m. to midnight, people? ESPN. Midnight to five a.m., ESPN. Okay, we, we don't need over. We're here all the. We're here. We, we'll, we're never gone. It's like we're twenty four seven, baby. Mm-hmm. Biggest four letters in Austin sports. Do, 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 do. Seriously, forward me that email because I did not get that. Uh, I got okay. the one about how they're going to cut off the air conditioning. Probably yeah, did you know that our bathrooms issue? don't work right now too? The what? I said the bathrooms aren't working right now either because the water main's being changed or something. Okay, look. Again, I promise, listeners, we are going to be dealing with sports here soon. Yeah, do you know how uh, bad I want to talk about the Chris Tanev trade? I'm I'm itching as bad as I need to pee. Yeah, so I said he can do a full 15 minutes on, on ho- Jim Nil, dude, trade. and I'm like, yeah, let's let's definitely do that. Jim Nil is a genius. No, I was I stayed over here the the freeze Mageddon, not the one mm. last year, but the one the two years ago, the one that was really really bad. I just I was worried about uh, having to get to work and whatnot. I was like, well, somebody's got to be there to entertain the masses on 101 X. And so I just stayed over and slept in the studio. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was nice because like we had power the entire time. We got a generator. We were fine. And we had water for the first half of that week. Yeah. And then the second half, you were just, um, you, you found the toilet that was the, um, the lowest, the less filled. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you did, my man. That's what we, the things we had to do. So you say the water's off means the toilets are broken. Not for me, my man. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for this. I'll okay, go pee I got outside. I got experience. Uh, I believe it's in the back there in the in the far left corner. That's where the dogs all go pee. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, that, that just 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 for you there. Uh, let's see here. Zach New Braunfels says the phrase "we're back" implies animated dinosaurs are once again roaming the streets. Voiced by John Goodman and Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Do you know the "We're Back" movie with the nope. dinosaurs? Oh, dude, that's a classic kids movie from the probably nineties. Uh, it's also one of those kids movies that has like a terrifying villain. He has like this crazy like screw eye that can hypnotize the dinosaurs because oh. they're nice dinosaurs, but it makes them evil. And that thing is terrifying. That is nightmare fuel. Fuel. We're back. All right. That is enough. Speaking of being back, so is the water. Okay. Good. 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 Excellent. Excellent. Uh, you know what is also back is the NFL Combine. Testing begins for the uh, the defensive linemen, linebackers uh, today, which is always always fun. It's like the NFL knows that we want to see the fat guys run. Yeah, let's see another dong fall out of some pants. Let's see if Fanatics <laughs> has made its way to the draft combine. Oh, Chris Murphy worked out for him. Uh, it is interesting to see, especially for, for Longhorns, because that means Byron Murphy is going to be going, uh, Aaron Donald. And Byron Murphy, 
he's on the athletics uh, freaks list. He's third mm-hmm. behind that guy, uh, pork chop. What's his face? And some cornerback mm. that I wasn't paying attention to yet. Uh, but yeah, Byron Murphy is, is rocking up the draft boards, getting Aaron Donald comps. Basically, he's short and is just like freakishly yeah, strong. Yeah, destroy an interior line. And uh, so he's he's predicting like a four. Uh, was it a four eight? He said he thinks he can get on the forty yard dash. That yeah, is. It's also ridiculous. meaningless. Um, let me see that three cone drill. Let me see how many reps you do on bench press. I'll take those. Even I think the bench press is stupid. What does that really matter? Yeah, I mean, it's... Have them move a sled. I, I Yeah, I, I agree. Do all of this in actual football pads. I mean... But as Coach Bell said, the three-cone drill, that's the most important drill in the entire combine. It's a change of direction, all sorts of stuff like that. See, now the, the three... That's just where you... you it's a, we call that a shuttle run, where yeah. you run five yards, then five yards, then, then ten. five, then ten, then ten. Yeah. You run all the way through. I was pretty good at a shuttle run. Mm-hmm. I guess I had, I had pretty good quick uh, change of directions. Yeah, that's uh, what's important in the NFL for an offensive lineman. Uh, how's your bench press? Mine, I haven't done it in a while. I got up to two twenty five, and then I thought, "What am I doing this for?" Yeah, <laughs> like this is stupid. So I did it once. I found out I'm getting like farm hand strong though, because I haven't weighed myself since I started doing the construction stuff. And I had to toss someone from an open mic last night because they were drunk and being an ass. And uh, the guy turned around and tried to shove me, and I just didn't move. And I, was nice. like, I was like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so I'm about to, about to throw you out there like drywall. Good luck, dude. Yeah, I remember it was always a big deal when, we, when you got plates mm-hmm. on each side. Yeah. Like that the was 45s, like middle school, freshman yeah. year. That was a monumental achievement. And then it was trying to get 300 pounds on the bench press, and I never got it. I think my max was like 255, 260. Mm-hmm. Got dainty wrists. Oh yeah, legs can squat like a mf'er. Yeah, got a strong. My back. knees are started. Loved go. power clean. I've got a full squat rack and bench in my garage. My friend had to get rid of, and I yeah. was using it for a long while. And then eventually, I was just like, "What about functional strength? This is cool, but like, but the bench press is virtually useless. But it gets it's it gets just get you the pecs. And not the arms. even no, inclines more important than that. I don't know. But I, I like I like making it making the the, the ching ching the, the clank. I like yeah, me and my banging. boys will come back from. I remember the the best that that squat rack has ever been used is uh, we made it back from a three dollar beer night at a Texas Stars game. My friend saw it, and then we were just hammered in the garage, being like, "Let's see who can do the most at one thirty five real quick." And we're just under this rack, just banging out reps. Yeah. I mean, Very if dangerous, if, probably. If you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're not uh, if you're not using that thing, let me know, man. I'd be happy to get back into the bench press life. Uh, I bring that up because I remember a couple years ago I was scoffing because was it who there was some uh, Longhorns receiver, little Jordan Humphrey, I think, who had like somebody had a miserable bench at the bench combine. Press, like I was like twelve or something like that, and uh-huh. I was like, I can do twelve reps on two twenty five, <laughs> and they called me out on it. And so we went down to Lifetime Fitness and uh, I put two twenty five on the bench, got it twice. Yeah. And I tell you what, turns that, out it's that, pretty heavy. That second time was like every I was doing everything. I may have ruptured a testicle Oof. trying to get that second one up there. Like I, that was like I gotta get at least two. Uh huh. So anyway, uh, Byron Murphy projected. I think I, I saw that people were saying like he's gonna get up to like thirty five, which is just like I, I now cool. know is a ridiculous amount. That dude yeah. is strong. That dude is strong. What's the combine record? I forget who had it. I'm pretty sure it is Aaron Donald. I don't know. That'd be a fun thing to look up. Uh, don't don't they just max you out? Like eventually you're. Or, no, why not set a record? Let's say like 40. I don't know. 
Um, and then, of course, Tavondre Sweat's going to get out there, which everybody just wants to see him get on a scale and see what that number is. Yeah. And uh, he jokingly said he was going to that everybody's going to be surprised that he's going to run a four four forty. I was wrong. In 1999, Justin Ernest holds the top spot with an impressive 51 reps. That's a lot. What was it? Who is Justin Ernest? Uh, let's go find out. Yeah, I'm going to say a defensive end. Phil's defensive endy. American football player. Caller me shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he played. It looks like. At Eastern Kentucky, despite a record, he never went on to play an NFL game despite his record-breaking combine. What? Yeah. Guess what? That shows you, you how useless the bench press is. Yeah. He was a defensive tackle. I mean, I agree. Like, I think there's like it, it's. I think the combine and how important it is is mostly just be, a the NFL wants to put something on NFL Network, mm-hmm. which I believe that all starts like two or three today this afternoon. If you're if you're that kind of interested into it. Um, and everybody just wants to get together in Indianapolis Ooh. and go to steakhouses. Like, just they they don't they don't need another excuse to go do that. Is so. Don Terry Poe still in the league? I remember I, he was a monster on that Chiefs D line. He has the seventh at forty four reps. There's a lot of guys at forty four. Yeah, he was on the. It was the two thousand twelve combine, so I gotta imagine Your Texans. No, he was not on my team. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Anyway. It is interesting because, like, like I said, uh, the Longhorns have six guaranteed uh, first-round draft picks. But like, I, I just think it's fun, the fact that like people are going to be talking about Byron Murphy and uh, Tavondre Sweat today and being like, "Oh my god!" And then we've got mm-hmm. Jalen Ford going with the linebackers, and which uh, I was trying to figure out. Uh, looks like he's projected a day three pick somewhere between like six roundish or something like that. But who's six uh, round? Uh, Jalen Ford, okay. Longhorns linebacker. Yeah. And but everybody's gushing about his interviews. There was talk about the tac- the the Cowboys and the Texans both talked to him, and uh, so he's getting a lot of hype. He's getting a lot of hype. And if he goes out there and, and runs real real fast and tests well on these meaningless exercises, as Sawyer puts it, they are it, uh, not meaningless. If you got there and impress somebody, and they, yeah, and they, and they draft, and they waste a draft pick. Uh, how dare you waste a draft pick on a Longhorn? Can't be done. Cannot be done because we. I've been declared back by the NFL Combine. Don't say you're back. Let them tell you you're back. Tell us we're back. Uh, speaking of which, we will be back here in a couple of minutes. We'll come out with some Do You Care? And uh, the College Football Playoff Committee momentum is building for a 14-team playoff already. Plus, McCole Hardman is beefing with the Jets. And I'm taking Team Jets. We'll discuss that. Plus, uh, sort of tries to sneak some hockey trades into this. Uh, do you care? That no, I got a better one. All right, we'll find out what it is. I'll say that. Forget the puck out the way. Okay, <laughs> three guys on sports. We'll be right back. It is three guys on sports. One hundred two seven ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer. Noah on assignment, doing some wheeling and dealing with the sales department. I think he might be doing some stuff with our new coworker, Aaron Hogan. He's going to be joining us on the mornings. Right here at 127 ESPN Radio starting next Monday. So set those alarms. Tune in bright and early-ish, 7 to 10. 7 to 10 starting here. Uh, game time with Hogan and Haida and producer Jack. Uh, I want to do some Do You Care here, Sawyer. But first, we were talking about the NFL Combine. You mentioned the uselessness of the uh, the exercises, the weightlifting, all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not how you determine a player. Well, it's also a big part of it are the interviews and I don't know how things are going to be going here for one Tyler Owens. He's a defensive back draft out of Texas, or defensive back out of Texas Tech. 
And I'd play the audio, but it's a terrible recording, and all you hear is other people. You can't really hear them. Uh, but he apparently says that he does not believe in space, as in other planets, <laughs> and feels flat Earth theories have some valid points. So I know I, I've seen you do comedy. I know you've got some opinions. Don't don't tell me you're you believe in space, right? Please. Yeah, it's real. Okay, okay, okay. It's really fake. Oh, jeez. There we Moon go. Moon landing was filmed in a Hollywood basement. Thank you, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's that theory that the uh, moon landing was faked. Yes, I'm aware of that, but I don't know what has to do with the Red Hot Chili you know, Peppers. Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. Oh, That's what they're getting okay, at. Okay. What does Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 say? Because I feel like he... Uh, aliens exist, and it turns out he was right. Yeah. If I'm going to listen about uh, astrology <laughs> stuff, ast- astronomy stuff... When they played... Mark Hoppus, not... Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Flea. When they played uh, the Moody Center, Tom DeLonge was doing a little diatribe about aliens existing. He's like, can people... The CEO of Raytheon is here today. <laughs> I was like, what? The CEO of Raytheon's at a Blink-182 concert? Ugh. What is sold out, dude. I think Tom DeLonge might be an alien. All right. So, yeah. Uh, adru- adjust your mock drafts accordingly for Mr. Tyler Owens. Now, I, I was doing some research on this guy. I was trying to find out more about him. And the only thing I came across was from last season uh, when he apparently caught a bird during warm-ups. What? Like, there was a, a loose pigeon on the field uh, when the Texas Tech was playing Kansas State, and he caught the pigeon with his hands. And I was like, you know what? If you can catch a bird, uh, that might make up for not believing in space and thinking the earth is flat. I don't know. Interesting. I might, I might factor that in here. Uh, all right, uh, let's do fire off some the Do You Care music here, and uh, I will lead us off, and I will say that there is now uh, further talks. It seems that the, for the, the college football playoff committee, they're saying now is the time to figure out if we're going to go to 14 teams or not. It's too... Uh, as we can now do, thanks to the water being turned back on here at Waterloo Media, it's time to ask or get off the pot. Uh, how do you, do you do you care about fourteen teams? I, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, too many. Should have gone to eight. Now that's the other thing is the the key thing that they want to do with this fourteen team is they want to change the format. Remember all that drama about whether they were going to be a six six or a seven five? Yeah, yeah, me neither. Uh, but this one is going to be three automatic qualifiers for the Big Ten and the SEC, two for the Big Twelve and the ACC, and then. Whatever's left is for the rest of the conferences. Or like our at-large. You are ruining college football. Thank you. Stop. Just leave it alone. Just stop. People are going to be mad. We go to 14. Guess what's next? 21. Like, I mean, it won't stop. Eventually, the entire season is just going to be one long playoff. And it'll be a full circle. Time is a flat circle. The earth is not flat, but time is. And suddenly we're going to go back, and a bunch of teams are going to play, and we're going to wake up at the end of all the bowl games. They'll be like, this is the team we decide is the national champion. It won't matter. None of it matters. Look, here, the the only more expansion that I want them to do is to 64 teams, and then just the playoffs are the season, and that's how we determine it. Like, like just, it's what this all is leading to, and all you need is the commissioners and the universities, everybody get on the same page, everybody know, like, hey, here's how the money, nobody wants to disrupt things and cut off the the money faucet, but you're going to have to drop some teams. I don't know, this is so stupid. I hate it so much. It is. I hate it so much. 
I do I do think it's kind of funny that the, the Big Ten and that's probably who's pushing this is the Big Ten and the SEC who are like, we're, we're not equal. We're not we're not the same as you ACC. Get out of here, Wake Forest, Virginia. They don't even mention the Pac two. They just the like, Pac two? Yeah. The Washington State and Oregon State. They don't even mention like a, they're like, no, 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 you're you're lumped in with the small schools and the at larges. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, good. No, please, please stop it. Like, just sign a new deal so that you can get the money from ESPN. It's like one. It's, it's it's a ridiculous amount of billions. And then once you have that security, then get everybody on board to do the Super League. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. All right, what do you got for me, Sawyer? The Saudis are mad at Cristiano Ronaldo. Turns out, uh. You're not allowed to do the infamous DX suck it over there. Uh, he was playing a match with the old crotch shop. The old crotch shop with uh, whatever Saudi Arabian blood money team he's on, and uh, yeah, his team was losing. He gets the victory three two and gives the old crotch shop after the fans were chanting Lionel Messi's name, and uh, he has now been uh, suspended by the Saudi football body. I do like how that rhymes though, Saudi football body. Mm-hmm. So, so, look, I, I I don't care. I don't care at all. Like, it's it's weird. It's hard to feel bad for Ronaldo, who's got like I don't even know how many millions, like six hundred million yeah, dollars, enough to find himself in tax trouble every so often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all those soccer stars are so good at faking injuries and lying on their taxes. <laughs> Give me some pointers, fellas. If you're a tax accountant for Ronaldo, you got to put that get that spray on the tax return to get the real numbers. That's what you do. Mm. Um, but like ever since Messi won that World Cup, it's just like that. He he's the goat. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Cristiano Ronaldo can't win. Like, sucks to be you. And I, I feel bad. He's got to play for Portugal. He is the whole team. Yeah, but just like it's just like immediately it was like, oh no, you it was like a one A one B, and now it's just like no, lol, Cristiano Ronaldo. All right. Uh, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Noah Kreitz Yo. in the building. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey. How we doing? How'd it go? Went well. Good. Got some opportunity hopefully on the horizon for us. Excellent. Neat. Excellent. Get Excellent. away from get some paid ads here. A little uh, more of those instead of the PSAs, right? Can, can I squeeze a do you care out of you, right? You can, yes. Okay. You can. Hold on. I'm actually pulling this one up. This one's about our friend uh, Tavandre Sweat. I don't know how really important this is. Uh, but uh, Rappaport That's perfect for DJ Sure, right? Rappaport tweeted Texas standout uh, Defensive tackle Tavandre Sweat Who did not weigh in At the Senior Bowl Weighs a whopping 366 pounds today It's the weight he played in At a college Good news That is, that is good news one of that, that was a big concern Defensive tackles In the draft Yeah, that's a massive man Who can move yeah. Being 366 Yo, that's uh, that's impressive considering how he played if he's playing at that weight. So I just want to throw that out there. Did not weigh at Senior Bowl, so apparently that's kind of news there. Yeah, big, big, big dude, big dude. Massive dude I would love to have on the Detroit Lions. All right, let's see here. Now we can squeeze this in here. Uh, McCole Hardman and the Jets are beefing. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this. We talked about it briefly yesterday um, when I mentioned that he was taking some shots. I believe it was yeah. the Ryan Clark's podcast. Where's my where's my McCole Hardman stuff. I've got it here somewhere. Dang it. Okay. Uh, just do it off the top of your head. But basically he came out and was, mm-hmm. was criticizing them about the, the the dysfunction of the Jets. There's no standard for the offense. Uh, that he was better than everybody but Garrett Wilson, yet he couldn't get into the game, into the rotation. Uh, and then he said that, like, hey, I'm I'm McCole Hardman of the Chiefs. Yeah. What are you guys going to talk to me about winning? This, this is about that it was. 
Y'all can't tell me about winning. I've been to four Super Bowls in five years. You know what I'm saying? Now, you feel me? But beforehand, I told I've been to four AFC championships. I've been to three Super Bowls. I've won two of them. Like, I know what winning looks like. Right. I know what winning is. So y'all keep telling me certain things. It's like, I'm not going for that. Like, because y'all not doing it right. Well, now some of the Jets players have come back out. And uh, let's see. Sauce Gardner tweeted out and then deleted it. We ain't going to talk about how our offensive game plan got leaked by the Eagles, though. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm told there were validated beliefs from the hashtag Jets that wide receiver Mecole Harmon, frustrated by his lack of usage, leaked game plans to the opposition as employed by several players. Not just the Eagles game, but also the Chiefs. That's from Connor Hughes. Um, well, guess it, what, dude? When your game plan involves rolling Zach Wilson out, doesn't really matter. Yep. Doesn't matter. Not well, matter. my favorite thing is that he did this while he was on the Jets. Apparently, with, with the Eagles. And they were saying that because uh, the Eagles have a bunch of Georgia players. McCole Harmon is a former Georgia player. Uh, another uh, Jets player recently uh, deleted their tweet as well. But they, uh, this is from Kenny Yeboa, a tight end. Yeah, he's my mm-hmm. boy. Uh, he said he's tripping out. He ain't even talking about his own work ethic and how the e- Georgia Eagles got our game plan. The Georgia, Georgia which, Eagles. It's weird because he, uh, McCole Harmon pointed out that he's like a three-time Super Bowl winner. And I looked it up. And uh, in, in 2020, he had one catch, or one target for one catch for two yards. Yep. In 2023, did not play because he was injured. And then this past year, granted, he did have the game-winning touchdown that he blacked out for, but three targets, three catches, 57 yards, and one touchdown. McCall, you can't, you can't throw out the, you can't thump the rings on the, on the table there. Yeah. Still got them. Like, I know how to win because I, no, you don't, buddy. You were along for the ride. I'm sorry. Also, the Jets beat the Eagles that game. Yeah. They did. 20 yeah, to 14. They did. Which that, that is the most ultimate McCall Hardman thing for me. The idea that he's going to leak the game plan to the Eagles, the Eagles follow it, and then you get beat. Yep. Yeah. That perfectly sums yeah. up Jaylen McCall Hardman. three team. interceptions. Um, kind of beat them, but yeah. They also didn't have Sauce Gardner that game. I'm trying mm. to think. They were depleted. That's when the the big red flags went off for the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys don't care about what call Harvard? No. Nope. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, when we come back, do you care about what's going on in the NBA? We'll get the fastest break. Our guy Sawyer's going to catch you up. I thought that fellow was calling in. He is at 12.30. We will talk uh, to the new morning show co-host, Aaron Hogan. Eastern time. Ah. Nah, I had to change of plans. Change of plans. I don't know if he was involved in Noah's wheeling or dealing there or not. He was not. I can oh, tell okay. you that. Okay. Well, you know. He might be later on. Who knows? I don't there know. We go. Just don't, don't do it during our show when I have to talk to him, please. All right. We'll come back, uh, do some fa- the fastest break, talk some basketball, and I'm going to squeeze some Caitlin Clark in there as well. But don't worry. It'll go down easy, okay? Plenty of sugar to go around that the, the women's sports there for you. We do that when we turn three guys on exciting. sports. We are back at full strength. Three guys yes, on sir. sports. 1027 ESPN Radio, Nick, Noah, and Sawyer. And uh, rounding out hour one here with you, Randy. Uh, catch up on what's going on in the NBA. This is the Sawyer's fastest break here. Talk some yep. basketball with you. It's good night. And, uh, yeah, if you have not heard, we are going to have a new edition on 127 ESPN starting on Monday. We've got a morning show going, 7 to 10, myself and Aaron Hogan. That's right, the Aaron Hogan. Woo! Game time. Game time. Hogan and Hyde. 
I like that. I was telling Sawyer earlier, you know, I, was, I was working on some logo stuff. Yeah. There's also a new three guys on sports logo. Yeah, I told him we got to get rid of the numbers from keeping score. I was telling Brenda and the crew that. So I like the numbers. I know, but it kind of reminded me of the score was like, you know, the numbers yeah, that I, made I, sense I, for I, that. I told Sawyer about the numbers. He had to go look at it. He didn't know he was even paying attention. It's yeah. just a weird, fun background, but... Uh, no, the new one is pretty cool. Like, yeah, it, it looks like the carpet logo. at like a laser tag. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes, yes. yes. Like a yes. zap yes. zone. You say that like that's a bad thing. No. How can you get rid of that? Whatever. Put, put me down for a, a retro logo, but uh, yeah, new stuff there. Uh, so yeah, 7 to 10, Hogan and Haida. Let's go. Game time. And we'll have two hours of Greenie. Then three guys on sports will be yeah. noon to 2 starting next Monday. Opening things up with some horns at high noon for you. Yes, sir. That's on your way as well. A new text message here on the machine, and it is uh, from Southside Benzo. The new morning show is going to be fire. Yes, sir. It is. I'm it excited is. for you Especially guys. once we get that new studio built. They're building us a little man cave here as well. Like, yep. That whole thing is going to be awesome, man. Get some get some guests in here. Talk to some really important people. I'm excited. I'm some excited. live streams. Get the live stream mm-hmm. going. I was talking to... Not happy about having to wake up in the morning. No, you're back uh, on it. Yeah. I want to I want to pre-apologize because you guys have only known uh, uh, fun, happy, slept in Nick Haida. I, uh, I apologize in advance because I'm going to be in a bad mood all the time. <laughs> That's all the time. so fun. Yeah, I know. I know. Don't worry. I've got I've got 15 years of uh, faking it. Yes. Mm, when the microphones go. are on, make so. it till you make it. Right. That's right, buddy. And I th- I thought I had made it. I thought I had made it for two glorious months, but oh well. Uh, win some, you lose some. Uh, speaking of winning and losing, let's find out who has won and lost what in the NBA. Sora's going to catch you up. 60 seconds on the clock. If you are ready, my guy, uh-huh. go. The Mavericks win over the Raptors, 136-125, to 125, as Luka Doncic on his birthday goes for 30, 11, and 16. Woo! Pascal Siakam had a nice night in, with the Pacers as they beat the Pelicans 123-114. to 114. Pascal had 24-11. and 11. What a day. The Bulls and the Cavs are going to play till sunup if they had to as the Bulls get the double overtime win, 132-123 to 123 over the Cavs. Ant-Man is back in full force. That's right. He had 34 points, 2 rebounds, and 4 assists in the T-Wolves. 110-101 to win over the Grizzlies. The Nuggets are inevitable. The Kings are falling apart. Nuggets 117, Kings 96. LeBron rallied the troops late in the fourth as they were down 21. He goes off for 34-6-8 at 39 years old as the Lakers complete the comeback over the Clippers 116-112. Whew, greatness. And that was basketball on a Wednesday. Excellent work there. You know, sir, I got a, a big compliment for you the other day from Aww. Rosa, our front desk receptionist. Oh, yeah. was doing some impromptu um, uh, market research with her and some of the other uh, people in the, the fishbowl, our little meeting room that everybody goes has lunch in. Uh-huh. So she really enjoyed uh, when you uh, disrupt things with your jokes. Yeah. It takes the rest of us a second to fully process and understand. Ah. So keep that up, buddy. I love Rosa. And her little dog. I like seeing that fellow when he comes in. Yeah. Jax the Ripper. Oh. That's the name, Jax, yeah. She was also telling me apparently uh, she's been fielding more phone calls recently and people complain about Jeff Ward. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know yeah, if it's really? political yeah. takes or what's been going on yeah. there, but uh, I, I told her because you know uh, Jeff Ward famously does not take phone calls. Got tweet. I was, I was like Rosa. Next time that somebody calls you and they're all angry about Jeff, just give them our phone number. Tell yes. them to call noon to two, eight three four one zero two seven. If you have a problem with Jeff Ward, I will let you vent on the air as long as you keep it keep it radio friendly. Okay, keep it PG. Come on, yes, folks. Keep, keep, keep watch your language. Yeah. Don't say anything too racist. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. That, that's a promise to you, Lord listeners. of the state. I will be happily do that. Um, 
All right. Uh, speaking of the NBA, the Sawyer, do you feel bad at all that uh, the new NBA has uh, denied the Knicks' protest for their 105-103 loss to the Rockets that occurred uh, back back on February 12th? No, because um, those never work. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. is They, they admitted that... The, the official made a mistake and got yes, the call wrong. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but that the they, they did not... The, they did not demonstrate that there was a misapplication it's, of the official playing rules. It was just an error in judgment by game officials. It's one of those things, too, where it's like, it's a non-con... If I get this, if they were playing someone in their division, it when you break down all the tiebreakers, that matters more. It was an out-of-conference game. It really, truly doesn't matter. The best idea I heard about solving this was, uh, I was listening to some podcast, and someone said that when the All-Star break was going on, they should just wheel out the Rockets and the Knicks and let them play that last five seconds <laughs> real fast and be like, all right, there you go, you got your game. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's how you solve this, is you just be like, yeah, it's denied. Okay, move on. Yeah, when has a win protest in the NBA ever ever flipped. I don't think it ever has no. because then people are going to start deep diving all the calls and yep. every single yeah. game. Like we already see the issue when refs come out and they're like, yeah, there were 12 missed calls at the end of a game. I believe it happened between the Kings and someone else earlier this year. You look at the Pistons getting mobbed and all that against then who? 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 I'm an owl over here. Who? Who, who, who got who? the calls there? I believe it was the Knicks. The New okay? Who got Knicks. the calls there? It's just, who? it's just like in football. You see like an egregious yeah. pass interference on a play. Or just like some really ticky tacky stuff yeah. for an offense, and then what happens two plays later? Oh, there's magically a false start. Oh, yeah. there was a holding. It's like there isn't holding on every play. Just exactly. like the National Baby Association. Sometimes I swear, <laughs> I love it. I love you boys. Thank you for everything you do. I'm glad your Rockets got to keep their win there. Good for you. We need it. Uh, do you guys have any more? Anything that you found interesting in the NBA? Okay, I, I just thought it was so impressive that. We still see it from time to time that LeBron has that power oh, yeah, to yeah. just take over at the end of a game. The way he conserves his energy is unlike anything else. I mean, there's a very interesting... Uh, Chuck Klosterman was on Simmons talking about how the league has really turned an eye to PEDs and apparently the usage of it, some of it, whether it be like EPO mm-hmm. and blood doping, it's a lot more rampant than it would be kind of obvious and well, uh, they're saying the two there would be two ways to look at it. If, if a star player was caught, it'd probably be news for five days. And if they ever played in a title, it'd come back up. But if it was LeBron James, it would completely destroy his legacy. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I did have some LeBron James thoughts about PDs that uh-huh. I've been meaning to get onto the airwaves. Um, but just real quick, with the whole, uh, it was a 21 point fourth qu- fourth quarter comeback. It was yeah. his largest fourth quarter comeback. And he's what, 38, 39? 39. Yeah, 39. Yeah, he had 19 it's, it's, points it's in that quarter. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, how old was Jordan when he came back with the Wizards? He was like in his 40s, right? No, I don't, know. I don't think Jordan or, might was in his or 40s. Like, I was like that. He or might have made it to right around 40, like at the end of his couple years with the Wizards. I, mean, I was going to give him to 45 and, and having that comeback and say that, that was impressive. But yeah, if he's doing that, that that's what we Jordan, had. on September 25th, the Wizards signed Michael Jordan at 38 years old. Yep, there you go. Okay, so yeah. I don't know if you guys remember Michael Jordan on the Wizards. It was like, it was, it was impressive, fine. but it was, not, yeah. it was not this. It was not how LeBron yeah. James is playing. Um. But I, I remember, I, now I can't remember who it was that I, I was listening to talking about it, but they said that LeBron James, his game will not age. It's not, it, there will never be a point where LeBron James cannot go out there and do this. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's doing it uh, 
in every game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's not getting injured. It's not being out for right. a couple of weeks every you know His, month or so. He has started to miss a lot more time than he used yeah. to. Uh, it He's does never going to be bad. He will miss time. Yeah, the physicality of the league is something that severely helps him in that uh, it's not nearly as physical. I mean, people used to clothesline right. Jordan and mm-hmm. all that. Like for even, instance, they even use it as a. Uh, a uh, reference still the, the the Jordan rules. Yeah, a what's his name? The coach of the Raiders, uh, Antonio, Antonio Pierce, Pierce, said they have a Mahomes policy now yeah. that is very similar to what the Jordan policy was. They go, I want you to hit that guy every single play, yeah. make his life hell, and LeBron Which, does not have to deal with that. Even like the early two thousands when he came into the league, it was just a different different era of basketball. It wasn't yeah, and the way scoring that, works now too, 100%. where it's like you know these uh, Steph Curry if his game hadn't evolved in the way he was, could have been out of the league maybe 10 years ago. People forget about how horrible his ankles were, and that was one of the biggest issues. But you look at a guy like Ray Allen, how long Ray Allen played. Ray Allen, people forget, used to be a superstar dunker. He used to drive the lane. It was incredible. And then my entire generation knows as the the incredible three-point shooter. Yes. It would not be surprising to see LeBron play for another six years. Yeah, he was Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yes. <laughs> he got game. Yeah, I went to, yeah, it's crazy. He made that transition to just a sharpshooter like that. And again, one of the best. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he Denzel really went at him. And like, have you heard the stories behind that? Where like, oh, when, the other, when they're playing, when they're actually playing, they, they thought it would be like kind of scripted and all this. But Denzel played him super hard, and Ray Allen took it very personally. <laughs> You, no way Denzel can hold up with Ray Allen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A younger Denzel? I'm sorry. Have There's heard, nothing Denzel can't do. Have you heard the story about how I think it was D-Wade on a podcast with Sharon? This look, I saw it, I think, a couple months ago, maybe. The shot he made against San Antonio when he was on the heat mm-hmm. over there at the three-point line. Did you guys hear about like this him practicing that? He would sit on the block over like at the end of games and practices, legit go down to the block and then like stand up and mm-hmm. get and get his uh like a back pedal going. And he just practiced backpedaling to get in line and make sure his foot's not out of bounds. So that shot he made in the corner oh, so yeah, to yeah. get it, he had been practicing for, for like forever. Ever. Yeah. He knew exactly where he was because it's so close. I mean, it's like, oh, wow, how did he do that? And not, you know what I'm not looking. But he had that just down to a T. I don't know. Just one of the better shooters and just all story I didn't yeah. know about. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to do off the top of my head. I mean, is he better than uh, Reggie Miller? Is he I mean, better? I mean, uh, Steph is obviously the best. Yes. Yeah. I think, Ray Allen, I, uh, top three? I think the top four would be Ray Allen, uh, obviously Steph, Ray Allen. You could throw Reggie in there, and then I'd throw Clay even for his yeah. time being. Yeah, Clay was... Clay's playing good again. Yeah. yeah, I think those yeah, are the four yeah. best shooters we've seen. I don't know, just but like Reggie. I mean, Reggie... And Pistol what, what, Pete, baby, pre-three-point line. Okay, glad <laughs> you brought that up. Okay, well, we'll get to my LeBron James. What happens if LeBron James uh, gets busted for PEDs mm-hmm. uh, later on? Put that on hold, because since you mentioned Pete Maravich... Caitlin Clark is yes. now the oh, all-time yeah. women's college basketball scoring champion. Wow. No matter what division it is, no matter what the four letters are in front of it, NCAA, NAI, AIAU, all that, she is number one. She passed it last night, um, and she is now 18 points from topping Pete Maravich's record for just in the entirety of college basketball. No matter what, wow. eighteen points. Wow. Yeah, that is that's wild. incredible. That's wild. That's incredible. And Good for her, uh, congrats. She's got, she's got, uh, they're going to be Sunday at home against the Big Ten leading Ohio State. Take uh, down the Buckeyes. Easily do it. Yeah, and, get that uh, fan revenge. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Also, uh, I guess I guess she would have it long before the potential the the Longhorns women's basketball team met up with her in the tournament. So I don't have to worry about that. But uh, I promised my mom that I would not shirk on talking 
about Caitlin Clark and women's sports. So there you go. There you go. No. That one was for you. Well deserved. When we come back, for the rest of you, horns at high noon. And find out what Noah's got with uh, perhaps some some basketball stuff, some baseball things. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. And I want to talk about uh, just what it means, how awesome it is that Texas has six guaranteed drafting drafted players. Yes, at least, at least it could be more. Uh, we'll do that when we return. Horns at high noon. Stick around.